This is the Heartland Daily Podcast. Christina Heron, Government Relations Manager of Health Policy at the Heartland Institute. And today I'm interviewing Justin Goodman of White Coat Waste Project to discuss wasteful spending in Washington, D.C. Justin, hi, how are you? We're glad to have you here today. Oh, it's so great to be here, Christina. Thanks for having me and for your interest in our work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to start off, can you explain what White Coat is and the mission of the organization? Absolutely. So White Coat Waste Project is a taxpayer watchdog group. We have about 3 million members nationwide, uh, and we're specifically focused on the problem of wasteful government spending on animal experiments. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, maybe they see on social media about animal testing. They think cosmetics companies are the biggest problem when it comes to animal testing. But in fact, it's the federal government. Uh, Two thirds of all animal testing in the United States is funded by the federal government. And the U.S. is the leading funder of animal testing in the world to the tune of about $20 billion a year. Wow. That is, uh, that's something I wasn't familiar with until I was introduced to your organization by, um, you know, an old coworker. So I think this is all really interesting because we talk about FDA and NIH spending, but we've never really looked into this area of it. Um, So can you give a number of, I guess you just gave how how many billion did you say? Twenty billion dollars a year. About half of the NIH's budget, according to the NIH, is spent on projects involving animal testing, and their budget, as you know, is probably about forty billion dollars now. So that gets us to about twenty billion just at the NIH. Then you start adding other agencies like FDA, DOD, EPA, so on and so forth. And we probably, we're, you know, I think twenty billion is probably the floor, not the ceiling at this point. Wow, that's insane. What is the craziest experiment that you've noted, um, you know, since starting or wasteful area of spending? Unfortunately, there's a very long list. (laughs) And we've, you know, we've worked with members of Congress like Rand Paul on his waste books. We work with Joni Ernst. She does squeal awards every month. We've worked closely with her to highlight some of the waste and abuse we find in the government. Um, But you mentioned FDA. And one good example of something we actually got to stop a few years ago was that the FDA had spent about five and a half million dollars addicting monkeys to nicotine. Um, you know, so taking, they had a couple dozen monkeys, locked them in a lab, and then they put catheters in them. So every time they pressed a lever, it would infuse nicotine in wow. their blood to see at what level of nicotine they would get addicted. Uh, we exposed that with uh, Republican and Democrat members of Congress. Uh, Jane Goodall even joined the campaign to shut the project down. And the FDA said, mercy, we not only shut down those experiments, we're obviously cruel, wasteful, and incredibly misleading. I mean, we're not going to learn anything about human smoking and nicotine use from addicting monkeys in a laboratory. Um, We got that project shut down, and we got those monkeys adopted out into a sanctuary. So really a happy ending for folks concerned with government waste, uh, animal abuse. It's really something for everyone. Uh, Just this morning, and this is not a this is not uh, hyperbole here. Just this morning, we were going over some examples from the FDA, some new things we found. And we found that the FDA has spent $300,000 funding research to see, uh, research in Canada to see what type of food makes eels grow fastest so they can be killed and used uh, commercially for meat. Uh, so the US government is funding research in Canada 
on how to make eels fatter so we can eat them quicker. Uh, the mind, you know, the mind reels at you know all this waste and abuse that has gone unchecked for so long. Right, and just on my side of things, I mean, I've seen Senator Paul put out his festivist grievances or his list of grievances towards the government or these regulatory agencies and wasteful spending and these, um, you know, animal experiments. And I've seen that a little bit, but I think it's just really interesting that you know that this is a bipartisan area or nonpartisan where really folks from both sides of the aisle can come together and look at this and kind of question why is our government doing this with our tax dollars or engaged in this activity at all? I think that's a really strong point for our listeners. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, there's, these are areas where there's often, you know, regulating the FDA or these other agencies, often there's not a lot of agreement between the left and the right. But when you bring the animal testing component to it, you get people, you know, we like to say we unite liberty lovers and animal lovers to fight against wasteful government spending. And not only is that the, the theory behind white coat, it actually is what we do in practice and it works, which is how we shut down those nicotine tests at the, the FDA. Another example is uh, for a few decades, the USDA had spent about $20 million flying to uh, wet markets in China. And you know these live animal markets were one of the suspected origins of COVID. Right. Uh, gov- US government employees were using tax dollars to fly to China go to wet markets, buy cats and dogs, have them slaughtered at the wet markets, fly their body parts back in their carry-on luggage to the United States, and then force feed cat and dog meat to cats in a government lab in the U.S. here in Maryland. That's just like, gives- <laughs> I'm, you know, clearly we're on the side of fiscal conservatism and knowing, and I'm an animal lover too, but knowing that our federal government is doing these things just gives me another reason to kind of, you know, cringeworthy, really. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, I would go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go, you go for it. Well, I was just going to say, you know, a big part of the problem uh, with all of this is, you know, we're a full time organization that's dedicated to rooting out these, these, this waste and abuse and ending it. Um, so we're spending, you know, all our time, we have a staff of eight full time folks and contractors. And more than that, these people's full time job is to find this stuff. Most people don't have the luxury of doing that. Most people don't have the luxury, even members of Congress and their staffs are just spending all day looking for wasteful and abuse, abuse of animal testing at federal agencies. Um, part of the, so transparency, government transparency and accountability is a big part of the problem. And, you know, we've noted that universities that are getting billion collectively getting billions of dollars each year for animal testing, specifically from agency like the NIH, for years have been violating transparency laws that require that if you put out a press release, for example, you know, one example I like to use is this project that we call uh, monkey marriage proposal. So at Princeton University, they spent $4 million studying why monkeys can't talk and humans can talk. And one thing they've done is using monkey grunts and other vocalizations. They've They've spent tax dollars to simulate what it might sound like if a monkey said, will you marry me? Yeah. So, so not only are we funding this asinine project, um, but there's been lots of media about it. These press releases come out and none of them mention how much money has been spent, even though the law has required that if you get NIH money and you do a press release, you have to say exactly how much you spent on that. So we've complained to the NIH about this. Uh, we worked with Senator Ernst and a, a coalition of other, Rand Paul, a coalition of other members to push uh, and the GAO actually agreed. They said, yeah, you're absolutely right. These facilities and the NIH has not been enforcing this law. Um, so we're working on a bill right now with, with Senator Ernst called the Cost Act, Cost Openness and Spending Transparency Act, 
that would actually not only better enforce the spending transparency law so taxpayers know how the money is being spent, but would actually penalize universities that are getting money and withhold funds if they refuse to disclose uh, this secret of spending. Yeah, I think that's really important that you mentioned the transparency because that's just a huge issue with government spending. We have these omnibus bills that Congress might pass and then money goes towards these regulatory agencies. And that's a whole nother can of worms is you have unelected bureaucrats in these regulatory agencies that are making decisions with our tax dollars. And again, they're unelected. There's no accountability. Um, and they, you know, spend it how they see fit. And that can be on monkey marriage proposals or thing, you know, these ridiculous things. And I was reading on your website um, about that project and a few others. And I was just, I'm in shock. So it's insane. <laughs> um, have you had any pushback from any regulatory agencies or from really any other groups on what you're doing? And I'm sure some agencies are, you know, people making money from these projects aren't going to want, you know, the exposure coming to light. Yeah. So, you know, I there was a lot of leadership changes over the last four years at agencies over the over the Trump administration, um, but we were very lucky to have some really outstanding leaders on this issue who looked at the issue holistically and saw that it was an area for reform that everyone would be happy with. And one of those people is Andrew Wheeler at the EPA, um, who was really an outstanding advocate on this issue and actually made the EPA the first federal agency in history to commit to ending wasteful animal testing completely. Um, he's, you know, he, he put in place a, uh, a plan to end all animal tw testing by 2035 with a drawdown of 30% by 2025. And that's historic. No agency has really drawn a line in the sand and said, this is it. We're going to make a, you know, try our damnedest to get it done by then. Um, you actually see the opposite at most agencies where they're resistant to change uh, and they do everything to avoid being held accountable. Uh, the VA is a good example of that. The VA has a horrible culture when it comes to this issue. And while David Shulkin, the not the immediate past, but one of the recent secretaries of the VA uh, was very active, worked with us to end some of the VA's testing on dogs and cats and primates, um, Robert Wilkie came in and basically doubled down on animal testing. Um, NIH, same way, Francis Collins is a huge believer in animal testing and does not take criticism of it well. Um, and we see that basically by their spending patterns. They haven't done anything really in, substantively to reduce their spending on animal testing. And listen, not only is this, we, we're talking about all the stupid projects and there's plenty of those. Right. We're talking about, obviously there's some cruelty involved in a lot of these projects, um, but it's also incredibly wasteful. Uh, the FDA and the NIH both report that up to 95% of drugs, for example, that pass animal tests fail in humans because they don't work or they're dangerous, uh, mm -hmm. yet they're throwing all of this money, billions of dollars at these studies that are not going to improve human health. And we've seen, you know, with some of the COVID vaccines, we've been able to fast track and bypass some of the animal testing that you typically holds drugs back right. uh, and get progress very quickly. So I think there there is a silver lining here where we are seeing openings for for uh, reforms and the regulatory process, at least, um, and you know, companies want that because if you're a drug company, you don't care. You know, drug companies are not invested in animal testing; they're invested in getting a safe and effective drug to the to the market as quickly as possible um, right. and as cheaply as possible. And right now, the FDA is forcing them to poison puppies as young as a week old in these year long tests that cost millions of dollars instead of allowing them to use better technology that has been developed in the private sector. Drug companies have been reducing animal testing for years while R&D goes up. So clearly they're finding a better way to do things, but the government is often not allowing them to use that, you know, modernize. 
Um, so that's, you know, that's frustrating, but, you know, like I said, things go from the silly to the, to the, you know, to the wasteful, to the cruel. I mean, you know, one thing that you're, you and your, um, watchers might be interested in is that, you know, human fetal tissue research, which has been a hot topic issue for a long time, you know, 90% of all human fetal tissue research. So these are lab experiments using you know, organs and tissues from aborted fetuses. Um, 90% of that is animal testing. It's taking those aborted uh, baby parts and, and planting them into animals for experiments. Um, so that's an area where we've been able to bring together, you know, animal lovers and pro-life folks and really make progress on exposing that link and bringing people together on an area again, where they're, you know, typically animal people don't really, you know, that's not their issue. You know, abortion isn't their issue. Um, but when it comes to fetal tissue research, research, that's very animal testing intensive, you know, you're able to widen the tent and bring new people into the conversation and bring new advocates to help make change. Yeah, I think that's all really good information. And just focusing on expediting the approval process through what the private sector has done. I mean, we saw it with, like you mentioned, the two COVID-19 vaccines because of um, technologies for, you know, they've been researching this mRNA um, vaccine process for 10 years, and they've developed these two vaccines that are now, um, you know, being distributed you know, across the country and, you know, worldwide America's leading and we want America to continue to lead um, in developing drugs that save lives. And it just seems like these processes are wasting money. And, you know, like you said, not only some of them asinine and stupid, um, you know, but cruel and inhumane. And I think that you're right, there are better ways. And we're seeing that with the technological advancements in medicine. I mean, medicine's transformative and it changes very quickly. So, um, I think FDA ought to, you know, get with the times here and, and not just FDA, but the whole, um, all of the regulatory bodies really overseeing these processes really need to, um, you know, cut back on spending and, um, you know, focus on what the taxpayers want. So I, I think that's just so important. Um, do you have any final thoughts for our audience on this issue and, you know, what kind of, what the goals are for 2021? Yeah. So, you know, we're working right now on, um, you know, reintroducing a lot of legislation to attack some of these issues. So the cost act to ensure there's transparency about how in the NIH and other agencies are spending money will get reintroduced. We have a campaign called cut FDA red tape, uh, cut of cut tape.org is the, the website for that. And basically that's our campaign to, uh, enact legislation that would make sure that the FDA does allow companies to innovate and doesn't force them to do animal testing when it's when it's unnecessary. Uh, we've been working with pharmaceutical companies, consumer advocacy groups on that campaign. Um, and right now we're looking at foreign research funded by the federal government. The US government sends about $100 million a year to foreign countries for animal testing. And the, you know perhaps the most high profile example we've exposed is how NIH money was going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is now a suspected source of the COVID 19 pandemic, uh, possibly a lab accident or some other incident there. Um, so we really want more accountability about how that foreign money is being spent both in China, Russia, and other countries where we're, we're spending money with virtually no transparency and accountability. Um, but if, you know, if folks do want to get involved, they can go to whitecoatwaste.org, which is our website, uh, and then Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at White Coat Waste. If you go there, you can sign our petitions, get involved in our campaigns, get regular updates on what we're doing, uh, and find out you know if there's waste and abuse that's local to where you are and how you can get involved to help stop it. Yeah, well, that's all phenomenal information, and I really appreciate your time and giving us the updates. Thanks for having us, Christina, and for your interest in our work. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. 